Well, hello and welcome once again to the kitchen table with Arctic Eric. This is something new. What does that mean? Well, new meaning I'm going to have a series that I will be releasing on Fridays. And these Friday podcasts will be the audio tracks from videos that I have recorded and put up on both Facebook and my YouTube channel. And the link for the YouTube channel will be included in the episode information for these podcasts. This Friday release is going to be testimonies that I have been sharing as I've followed the Lamb all of these decades. Uh, I hope you're encouraged by them. Well, <laughs> it's testimony time again. And I left off with number eight and I ended it with saying how wonderful things were until and then I kind of jumped off and did an 8.5 because it was out of sync if you will but this is number nine which follows number eight and as I say 8.5 was <clears throat> something a bit different anyway so as I said uh, God had done some wonderful things the test that he allowed us to go through was wonderful in the end. Like I like to say, this walk with Jesus, it's not always easy, but in the end, it's always good. Anyway, so uh, I had come to Sweden that first time, meaning moving here the first time was my second trip here. I came over and visited in 86 and uh, shared about that in a prior testimony and then began the process of giving almost everything away and uh, coming to Sweden in 1987 and how God had provided housing actually two separate times during the period of time that I was here in 87. Anyway, I had the joy of uh, leading a mission Bible school. It was wonderful. Connected to a relatively newly planted church and uh, they had invited a guest speaker from the USA from a particular movement where the ministers tend to be part of the untouchables and anyway in the uh, discernment of the spirit, I sensed ah, something wasn't really right, but okay. Turns out later, things were really wrong in this particular man of God's personal life. You know, it's not about the man of God. It's about the God who sent his son to die for all of mankind. Anyway, so uh, after listening to a weekend of what I now call a dog and pony show. It was Monday morning, back to school with the students, and uh, I did not attack this man nor his message. Instead, I shared something that's been a theme in my life since the day I met him, and it's the freedom we have in Christ Jesus. The freedom to know him, to live with him, to follow him, etc. And uh, 
one of the students parents was in the leadership and this student had been fully indoctrinated to the ways of a particular movement and I wasn't aware actually what kind of movement was in the heads of the leadership but that's okay Jesus is the same it's how we represent him that's the problem that's why we need him to present and represent himself through scripture by the Holy Spirit but anyway this student they recorded the sessions and this student took the tape home and that night this leader and the pastor came to our apartment and brought out the old rugged cross and nailed me to it. Yep, I mean, poom, bang, bung. Cut off completely. Well, of course, it devastated my wife. My infant son didn't have a clue, of course. And uh, wow, it was interesting. So some people who were in this church and on the way out of it had heard about this and suggested that I contact one of the Swedish tabloid type papers because there was a particular movement that had come from the US to Sweden that was on the front page of the tablet, well, very, very often. And uh, as it was, God is so good, <clears throat> there was a pastor in the city who had lived in the north but was in the city helping a new church plant and I had met him previously so I contacted him for advice and he said this well if you're planning on leaving Sweden and never coming back then call the tabloid it's up to you but if God's called you here just go back and see what God has. So as one missionary, a wonderful brother about my age who's been laboring in Germany forever, still lives in Sweden, he said, well, any missionary he'd ever met that was worth his salt had been crucified at least once by a wonderful group of Christians. So <clears throat> we uh, obviously uh, had to return to the States. And uh, we returned to renew our visa. Anyhow, we decided that we would fly back to the States through Frankfurt. There was a Eurofire conference, thousands of people. And uh, it was a wonderful experience in that three people came up to me during that conference and said, listen, I understand that God is taking you somewhere back to the U.S. and I think you need to visit a particular church in Jacksonville, Florida. I was like, what? But when it happened, yep, that wonderful number three times, I thought, okay, I had never been to Jacksonville except to drive through it on the interstate. And so obviously there was no need to go church shopping. We visited and were there 
we th- we went back thinking it would be about six weeks to renew our visa, and we were there almost four years. And in that time, during praise and worship, God healed my heart. Isn't that wonderful? Over the things that happened as a result of preaching freedom in Christ always. So, in God's perfect timetable, in 1991, May of 91, we were sent out to Sweden. Well, it was just an amazing time, those years in that church. You know, we don't need to be in a hurry. God's not in a hurry. His timing is is always right. And God maybe has had good things in your life until something happened. He sovereignly allows something to happen because testimonies often come out of testings. And uh, what's really amazing is before returning to Sweden permanently, we had gotten our permanent residence in the autumn of 1990, I felt I needed to call the pastor of this church, and that's before it went bankrupt. It didn't didn't make it so long. But anyhow, and I call and I say to the church secretary who I am, and she says, I think I remember your name. Hold on. Let me connect you to the pastor. And he picked up the phone, and the first things out of his mouth were, The first words, brother, I'm sorry. I'm so very sorry. You know, we need to be quick to repent like he was and to admit we've missed it. No, he didn't call me, but that's okay. God healed my heart and my heart was right. And I just felt like God was leading me to call him and And as soon as that happened, it was like, wow, okay. And I've met him at least once since then that I can remember in the last 30 years since that event. And uh, he no longer lives in Sweden. Excuse me. So it was shortly after that, that was in the autumn of 90, it was shortly after that, that in... I believe it was March, let's see, yeah, I think March of 1991, and the rest of the story will continue with March 1991. Next time, I hope you're having a good day today, I hope you've been encouraged that, uh, oh man, look not forward to tests, but look forward to coming through. It's like the valley of the shadow of death. It's a valley. We keep on going. We don't camp out. And it's only a shadow. Don't pitch a tent in the midst of your troubles. Let God carry you all the way. Okay, that's it. God bless you. Good day.